welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Pasha's Kisi Song. Honesty is the best policy. Shalom to everyone. I want to share with you two concepts that can be seen in this week's Parsha. We'll discuss the famous episode of the Chet Egel, the sin of the golden calf, where Bnei Israel are reaching, really it should be their climax from everything they went through in the past, and now they're about to, to reach Matan Torah, to get the Torah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Moshe Rabbeinu went up for 40 days and 40 nights. They did a slight miscalculation, and the Satan didn't help by making them think that Moshe passed away. He made signs in the in the clouds, etc. And as a result, they felt, which was a mistake, that they needed someone, a middle person, a medium, through which to be over the Hashem. They thought they're not worthy. How can they talk to Hashem directly? And they had Moshe Rabbeinu till now. But now, that Moshe Rabbeinu is gone, what are they going to do? So, as we discussed last week, they pushed and pushed and pushed and did everything they could to ensure they have this medium through which they can be over the Hashem, the golden calf which, even though perhaps their intentions were slightly good, but we all know that's Mamish and Avera, Avodah one of the biggest Averas. So Moshe Rabbeinu is up there, and towards the end, HaKadosh Buhu who tells him, unfortunately, I think it's time for you to go down, because your your nation has uh, has sinned. The Pasuk says, in Perek Lamed Beis, Pasuk Zayin, told Moshe, go down, go down from the mountain, they translate over here, since they have generated, degenerated, sorry, I would say they destructed spiritually or something of that sort. So Moshe Rabbeinu goes down, he holds the two famous Luchai Sabris, he takes them down with him and as he sees what happens, Later on, which brings us to Pasuk Lamed Base, to Perk Lamed Base, Pasuk Yutes, as he's getting closer to the camps, as he drew nearer to the camps, which means as he gets closer and he sees the golden calf and he sees how Bnei Israel were dancing around it, Moshe, out of anger, he, he threw down the the luchos of Riz, the, the tablets, the tablets from his hands, and they shattered at the bottom of the mountain. The question, which for some weird reason I only thought of this year, is, if Moshe Rabbeinu already knew that Bnei Israel sinned, so why didn't he just leave the luchos of Riz Leave them ready up in the mountain with the Kaddish Bukha. Why didn't he break it in there? Why is he coming all the way down, then sees Bnei soil, and then breaks the Luchai Sabris? What, what was the point of doing that? So, I looked this year and I saw there's many Mephoshim that asked this question. And what I would like to share with you one, one answer that I thought of, and I saw this is brought down by... The Abarbanel and others that, are good, that he wanted Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to show them look what you missed out on now 
you could see, you just look in the Luchas Avris, you see they were special, you see, you see they came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they were very spiritual and they came from Hashem, and now I'm going to break them, you're going to realize how bad it is what you just did and what you missed out on. So they'll have Ogmas Nefesh, and they'll help them do Tshuva. But the two answers I want to share with you, one is brought down by the Tesfono, and I think it's a very, very important Yesoid, we perhaps said it a couple of years ago, the Yesoid, in a different Fatayla, but he says the following, and I'm adding my interpretations of what he, of what he means. Moshe Rabbeinu said, okay, people sin, and even if he knew what they sinned, he, he knew that they did this Avodah sin, but he said, wait a second. The only, but he said to himself, okay, I could deal with this. I could deal with this. Everyone sins, we'll do tshuva, everything will be fine. But when he got down, and that's exactly what the Pasuk says, what did he see? It doesn't say that he just saw the golden calf. But rather, it says as he drew near, he saw the happiness they had in doing what they were doing. They were dancing around it, and Chazal say they were singing and all kinds of... With, with, with They're singing and using musical instruments. And he said, whoa, I didn't know it was that bad. This is going to be way more difficult than I thought. And out of anger and of the situation and being upset at the situation he, he threw down the 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 Sabris and broke them. And the reason is and Swarna quotes a Pasuk that says this Yesoid that the level of intensity is defined by the level of happiness and Geshmak and how much a person feels into what he's doing. So this goes both ways. Over here we see it with an Avela that when a person does an Avela the happier he is with it, the more enjoyment he gets from it, then the more chuva he's going to have to do because it means he's more connected to the Maise Avera, to the sin, to the action of the sin that he did. We can also take the same idea and going the other way. When a person does a mitzvah, if he does it because it's a burden, okay, I have to do it, uh, I don't really enjoy it, but I know it's the right thing to do, then okay, he did a mitzvah. But the mitzvah is worth way much, so much more if a person acknowledges and realizes what mitzvahs are all about. Hashem created this whole world, which is just which is just a hallway to get to Olam Abba, for the ability to do mitzvahs. So every time we do a mitzvah, a person should really be jumping for joy, getting so much enjoyment out of doing a mitzvah. I know I know personally people that get so excited when they get to Pesach that they, they kiss the matzah. Why? Because they realize, and everyone around them gets to realize that also when they're around these people, it's a, it's a constant reminder what this world is all about and how lucky we are that we have the ability to do mitzvahs. And that's the way a person should go about doing mitzvahs, getting excited about them. In my youth, when I used to play on a basketball team, then I used to be the captain of the basketball team. I used to ensure that everyone gets pumped up for the game. Look, we're so lucky we get to play in a professional this, whatever, not professional, but... but and That's how we should psych ourselves up which is the emes, what this world is all about. It's all about mitzvahs. We want everyone to realize, and we have to ensure that this is, a, this is always within us, the importance and how lucky we are and the simcha we should have when you do mitzvahs. And that's exactly what Moshe Rabbeinu saw. He thought, okay, it's not a big deal. They did a navira. It's not really dumb. They're, not, they're doing it because uh, they didn't have a choice. But suddenly he realized they were so into it, and he knew it wasn't so, going to be so easy to rebuild them f- from scratch. I'd like to share with you another Mahalach that a friend of mine told me and I, I, and I think it's a, it's a very emistic uh, Mahalach. And I think it's also a Yesoid we can get something out of. 
a lot of times in life, people do things, and they know deep inside it's not the right thing, but they're molehetel to themselves, molehetel to themselves, they somehow find a good excuse to allow themselves to do the Maisa Veira, and they say, in this case it's okay. Adkerekach, the Gemara says, when a person does an Aveira more than once, he eventually con- convinces themselves that this is, uh, this is uh, allowed to do. Yeah, it's okay. It's, okay. it's not so bad. Meaning, it all comes from that initial excuse. But sometimes in life, if we're really amiti with ourselves, and emes when when we'll see, it's just an excuse. It is an excuse. That's not the real reason. It's not the real reason. And perhaps that's what Moshe Rabbeinu saw. Meaning, let's set it up. The whole time, the background over here is that Moshe Rabbeinu understood they made the golden calf. But he said, wait a second. The whole time, probably the only reason they did the golden calf is because the Satan tricked them. And really, they only wanted someone to be in between them and the Kodesh to help relate and connect them to Hashem. And that was their bridge. And now they think their bridge has collapsed. No more bridge. So they had to create a new bridge. The second I see them back, they'll throw it in a second. The problem is that he came down and suddenly he sees that when they saw him, they didn't just stop everything, they continued the dancing and they, and, and they enjoyed having the golden calf. He says, whoa, now I realize everything they said and everything that was done was just an excuse. There is something deep over here that's not appropriate and they have to fix and do chuvan that they did connect to this golden calf. What happened? I thought it was only only because they wanted some intermediate to be over the Hashem instead of me it's this but now that they have me why are they continuing there must be something else here and that's why he was in shock and that's why he had extra amount of anger and that's why he only broke them at that point Yiratzon both, both these concepts will take with us and, and try to implement it in our lives also to do mitzvahs with Gishmak and if we have no choice but the situation arises that we have to do in Avera, we have to ensure that we feel, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this, I really don't want to do this, but I have no choice, because that will minimize the negativity involved, and I think also the effect it will have on our neshama. And on the other hand, we have to be emestikayins, and be true, true to ourselves why we're doing things, and not to fake ourselves out, and say, yeah, this is the reason it's okay, or this is the excuse I'm doing it, but get to the bottom of it, to the root cause of why we do things, and that's why it's so important to have a good friend that really truly cares about your neshama, which really is your olam haba. Have a good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. Prismoftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismoftorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Le Bastiano, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Toyf, Isaac Isaac Ben Moshe.